This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Minister E.K. Dawson, who's on the line. Good morning, E.K. It's Susie. Susie. Um, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I'm ha- I'm having, oh, yeah, I'm having real bad pain this morning. So I appreciate all of the, you could just, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not that bad, I'm hurting. Um, yeah, so if you could um, keep me in the prayer here, or just let everybody know that I'm coming through this. Amen. Thank Amen. you. Absolutely. You have a wonderful day. You do the same. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying hard. Keep me in your prayer, okay? Absolutely, absolutely. And you're not by yourself, right? No, I have my husband here. Okay, okay, very good. All right. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, Keep you before the Lord. Amen. That He gives you some relief. Thank you so much. Yeah. You have a blessed day. And you do the very same. Glory to God. Thank you. Help her in Jesus' name. Protect her. Lord God. Ah, anyone else on the call? Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Hey. God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good, and happy Friday to you, too. Hallelujah. Good morning, good morning, Yvonne. Good morning, it's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good to hear your sound. Welcome to Happy Favorite Friday. Yeah, blessings to you. Yes, blessings back. God is able. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Good morning. Good morning, Cedric. Go ahead on mute. Good morning, Cedric's on the call. Can you add Imani to the prayer list? She has a Imani. pinched nerve in her back. Imani, pinched nerve in the back. Hallelujah. Yes, thank, you. thank you so much. Good morning, EK. Good morning, good morning. Happy holidays to your brother, and it's your sister, Didi. I'm going to yes. do some Christmas caroling later on, so anybody want to call back in? Yeah. Amen. And and I have my pitch horn with me. I, we can go. Hallelujah. Mm. <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> well, ho, yeah. ho, ho. It's Christmas time. Hey, yes. hey. Good morning. Yes. Happy Friday. It's favorite Friday, y'all. It's Miss really Christmas. Good. Yes, yes. Good morning, EK. Morning, twin girl. Got my cup. See you at six. That's it. That's, That's, it. Cool. <laughs> That's it. Good morning, Good ladies. Morning. Hey, guys. Morning. Miss Diane. Happy holidays. Good morning, Michelle. Happy holidays. <laughs> I'm going back on mute. Okay. 
Good morning. It's a a wonderful Friday. My name is Minister E.K. Dawson, and I am happy to greet you and glad to hear your sound. Welcome to Declaring Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning, Brother E.K. This is Brother Michael. Michael. I'd like to to, uh, put a prayer request in uh, on behalf of my sister, Cheryl Blackshear, who's in the hospital in in New York with uh, COVID and pneumonia, please. Oh, my goodness. In Jesus' name, we speak strength. Okay. All right. And say her name again one more time. Uh, Cheryl uh, Blackshear. Cheryl Blackshear. Cheryl Blackshear. Got it. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, sir. Yeah, we will lift her up to the most high on this favorite Friday. Yeah. And you and your entire family. Hallelujah. Yeah, good morning. Good, good morning. Great morning. It's another day's journey, and we're glad about it. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way and giving us everything that we need. Hallelujah. Good morning, good morning. I hear somebody joining the line. And I'm glad about it. I'm glad about it. Greetings. It's Krishanda. Happy Friday. Good morning. Good morning. I love the glad about it. I love the glad about it. God bless you. Hey, good morning. Happy Friday. This is Jr. Good morning. Jr. right on, brother. I'm glad to hear your voice, man. Welcome, welcome to Declaring Victory. Thank good morning. You. This is Juanita. Happy Friday. And happy, happy Friday. holidays. Happy holidays to you and your family. Blessings. Hallelujah. Yeah, welcome, good morning. welcome. This, morning. Is, um, this is Danette. Happy Friday. Everybody on this line, have a blessed day. Amen. Was that Danette or Annette? Dub with the D. Dub. Okay. Thank you. you. Okay. There you go. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Glad to hear you. Hey, E.K. Krishanda is trying to start me over here, so I'm sorry. I know we got to get the call going, but Krishanda, happy holidays. <laughs> Lord Jesus. I'm stretching. I'm stretching my hand your way towards Richmond. I'm stretching my hand. And <laughs> you need two hands. <laughs> move, Lord. Move, Lord. Can we add Sonia to the um, prayer list just for traveling mercies and grace? She's uh, fine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Praise God. Absolutely. Good morning. Welcome to Declaring Victory as Minister E.K. And uh, it is a favorite Friday. It is a blessing for Friday, Christmas Eve Eve. So uh, anybody else join the call? Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the car. Merry Christmas to you all. Have a wonderful Christmas all about Christ. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> there it is. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Amen. Anybody else join the call? We're almost at our time. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, uh, it's time to get started, and I'm I'm Minister E.K. Dawson, uh, and I'm your host, and I'm so glad to hear my brothers and my sisters, my sisters and my brothers, uh, and everybody uh, this morning, and uh, we are excited about what God is about to do. We've heard some prayer requests, and before we move forward, we want to ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed, all right? 
And uh, thank you for joining us at Declaring Victory. And we are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central uh, Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, to empower, to encourage, and to equip you in your walk with Christ. Hallelujah. And to be sure that you continue joining us uh, for the last week of December. And our month, our monthly theme has been sustained. Our monthly theme has been sustained. And the declares will focus on God's grace that sustains every part of our lives to make sure uh, that you be on the call to be blessed by their words. And we have had, definitely had, some great and some phenomenal, encouraging words. Uh, the two announcements today are there is no Friday Night Live in the evening, and we will resume in January for Friday Night Live in 2023. Again, we will resume in 2023, January. There is no Friday Night Live this evening. And please remember always, always that you can do it in advance and submit uh, your prayers uh, to uh through the prayer line, uh, and that's through declaring victory, okay? Uh, We've heard some other uh, prayer requests, and I don't see any as of today. Amen? Uh, So where are we at? Here we go. Uh, Just one second. Here we go. Uh, And, yeah, you could – through the app is the uh declare victory one word dot org that's declare victory uh dot org uh and the prayers uh request submitted by the app uh, JC, please pray for my baby girl Janaea. she has had a procedure done yesterday and keep her boyfriend Smokey in prayer for healing. Thank you so the order of today's call. The order of the call uh, is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by our very own uh, Jonathan, and our declare will be brought by none other than the right Reverend Lavelle, Pastor Lavelle, uh, and we are excited about that. Again, prayer and corporate praise brought by Jonathan, and the declare will be our very own uh, Pastor Lavelle. Uh, then we will go right into closing comments. And hosted, which will be hosted by the Declare right then. Uh, and our scripture for today is John sixteen thirty three. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace in the world, and that you may have. Uh, I'm sorry, that you may have peace in the world, and that you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. I'm going to read that one more time. I have told you these things so that you in me may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome this world. Amen. May the Lord, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing and the doing of his holy word. At this time, I'm going to ask you to put your phone on mute until instructed to come off mute. And now I pass this call to our prayer warrior. Uh, Jonathan. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
God, we say thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 God, we give you glory. Hallelujah. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we thank you. God, we reverence you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. We say thank you because you are Alpha and Omega. We thank you because you hear, you answer prayer. We thank you because you are the beginning, the middle, and the end. God, we thank you because you're the author and the finisher of our faith. Father, we say thank you because you are who is and was and is to come. God, we thank you that you are all-consuming in everything that you do. Father, we thank you that your love encompasses us day to day. Father, we say thank you because we are thought on your mind. God, we thank you. We give you glory. Thank you because you walk with us in the low place. God, we thank you because you kept us in the dark place. God, we thank you because you are our God and we are your people. Hallelujah. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. God, we say thank you because you hear. God, we thank you because you are here. God, we thank you because you are a light unto our feet and a lamp to our path. God, we say thank you that you've been a keeper in the midnight hour. God, we say thank you that you are a magnificent God. We thank you because you are a sovereign king. Hallelujah. We give your name the glory. We give your name the praise. Father, there is none we give you glory, God. We thank you, God. We create a space for you to have rest, God. We create a space for you to create residence, oh God. We create a space now. For you to command the ocean. Oh God, we give you are the God of God. You are the God above all. God, you are the mighty and we give you glory now. God, we thank you because you are our God. We thank you because you are a keeper. We thank you because you are a healer. We thank you because your love, God, prevails. Your blood prevails, God. And we give you glory now. God, we thank you but not having to go and not having to send you, but God, because you are omnipresent, we thank you that you can show up there in the hospital room. God, we thank you that you are there in the bedroom. God, we thank you that you're there in the living room. We thank you, God, that you're there even in the bathroom. God, we thank you because you are there. So God, because you are already in those places, we thank you now for touching those that are connected to this place. 
God, we thank you for those that are connected to declare victory wherever and whenever they are. Father, we thank you now, God, that you would begin to touch their bodies from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. Father, in the midst of where they are and what they're going through, I pray now, God, thanking you, knowing that you are Jehovah Jireh, knowing that you are a provider, and God, that you are the great husband, man. So, God, in you and your touch, I pray now, release your love in the presence of their body. Release your love in the presence of their life. God, do it now. Be the place of their salvation, God. Not just the soul's salvation, but pray now, God, in this place, in this time, that you would be the healer that they need. God, that you would be the presence that they need. God, I pray that your love would so encompass them that they would be testimony of healing. God, I thank you for rewriting that which is written in black and white. God calls doctors to look again. We give you the glory, God. We get it. We give you the glory, God. Thank you, Jesus. We give you the glory, God. We give you the praise now. God, God, where you've touched the physical body, we pray for those connected to this line. I pray now, God, that even though that you can touch the physical body, prove to them that you are even greater. God, touch in their emotions now. Touch in the mind now. Touch in the place of reason now. God, touch in the place that no man's hands can touch. God, touch in the place where, where prescriptions can't touch. God, touch in the place now where you can be assigned. Father, we assign you to the emotions now. We assign you to the way of the emotions, God. We assign you to the way of their mind. God, we employ you in that area. God, take your hands and wrap it around them. Let them know that you are God. Let them know that you are sovereign king. We release the sound of peace even now in the name of Jesus. Father, yes, even in this season, I pray that there would be a reign of your peace, a reign of your love, a reign of the Yes, Lord. God, be a very present help now in the name of Jesus. Lift the bow down here. Put your hand in their back and your lips to their ear. Speak a word in their ear, oh God, and cause their lives to change. God, do a new work. God, create a new space. God, do a new thing like never before. We pray that this even to be the season of miracles. We release miracles, signs, and wonders. God, we establish you in the atmosphere now that you are above all. God, and there is none greater than you. So we lift our voice telling you thank you. We magnify you because you are God. We thank you for the outcome because you thought about us. We thank you for the outcome of what you thought in, our, in your mind concerning us. God, that you are strengthening them on every level. God, that you are strengthening us in every place of our faith. God, that you are encouraging us like never before. Now, God, breathe the breath of life. God, breathe
breathe the breath of life even now in the name of Jesus. And God will give you glory. We give you praise. We give you adoration. We say thank you. God will collectively begin to give you glory, amplify our sound in the ears of the enemy, amplify our sound of God in the ears of our adversary. And God, we say thank you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. We look forward to what you are doing. God, we say thank you because you are healing. God, because of our praise, you are turning around. God,
We bind it on every side now. God, we give you glory. We give you the praise. We thank you because you are God. We thank you for deliverance. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your peace. And God, we thank you that today will go down in the book of heaven, that you did a thing today. And God, we'll reverence you for it. Now, God, prepare our hearts, prepare our minds, prepare our ears to hear what you will say to us, not just so that we can hear it, but God, we thank you for life application. So we clear the air and cause your spirit to be the spirit that is in control. We set down everything that's not like you. And God, that the word of God that comes from that the, the mouth of the man of God, God, that you would begin to empower him, endow him with your power, and endow him with your glory like never before. And we will be careful to give you all the praise, all the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name, thank you, Jesus. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, uh, God has shown us yet another expression of his love, another opportunity to be on the line. We are in the land of the dying on our way to the land of the living. And we praise God for all he's done, all his marvelous majesties that he has bestowed upon us. Amen. Thank you, Brother E.K. And Brother E.K., you got a few phone calls for me that you ain't returned. Um, and Brother John, thank you. Brother John, thank you so much for that prayer um, to everyone that has played a part so far. I do want to know on this men's day why all the women want to sing this morning, but I mean, y'all sound good. Um, but before I get started with this declaration, I was uh, sent a text and I was told to promote uh, Sister Dee uh, Dee Felder's new cassette tape. So I want y'all to go out and get um, uh, her new cassette tape um, as soon as you can, um, as soon as you can. All right. Uh, as we get started today uh, on this lesson of sustained, I, I, I pray that you stop sometime this morning uh, just to tell the Lord thank you for all he's done in your life. Um, um, it's taken from First Kings chapter 17, um, <clears throat> nestled in this, in this pericope, uh, beginning at the 17th verse, and it came to pass after these things that the son of, of the woman, the mistress of the house, fell sick, and, and his sickness was so sore that there was no breath left in him. And she said unto Elijah, what have I to do with thee, O thou man of God? Oh, O thou man of God, art thou come unto to me to call my son to remembrance and to slay my son? And he said unto her, Give me thy son. And he took him out of her bosom and carried him up into a loft where he abode and laid him upon his own bed. And he cried unto the Lord and said, O Lord my God, hast thou also brought evil upon the widow 
with whom I sojourned by slaying her son. And he stretched himself upon the child three times and cried unto the Lord and said, O Lord my God, I pray thee, let this child's soul come unto him again. And the Lord heard the voice of Elijah, and the soul of the child came into him again, and he revived. And Elijah took the child and brought him down out of the chamber into the house and delivered him unto his mother. And Elijah said, See, thy son liveth. And the woman said to Elijah, Now by this I know that thou art a man of God, and that the word of the Lord is in thy is is in thy mouth is truth. Wow. 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 You, you, you can be sustained when your faith is literally being tested because um all of us at one point um or another I, I believe um have had situations in our life when when our faith was extreme to where uh we needed to believe god uh on the next level um now it, it's one thing about having faith but in this day and time i, I just believe declare victory that we need next level faith uh not just ordinary faith but next level faith because all of us in this room uh, those of us who are listening, we've we've had we've had moments to where we've had situations in our lives that it literally took a miracle for God from God for us to survive. And, and I shared with uh, the Mount Zion Church of Stockton last um, last Sunday morning. Uh, you know what miracles are, and y'all can steal this. This 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 is for free. I ain't even gonna charge you. Miracles are the clothes that God puts on when he gets ready to go to work. But but we must admit that sometimes we've had situations to occur literally when our faith has popped because the situation was so great. Uh, we were believing and trusting God, but somehow the situation, it seemed that it still went from bad to worse. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> because if you look at this, here is a woman that is is literally living a nightmare uh, and if you if you've read prior verses of this text she 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 suggested that i need a miracle but if i don't get a miracle or a meal um i'm 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 i'm, I'm gonna be all right because because if you look at it her her, her man is dead, is already dead her husband is dead she, she's a widow on wood duty and elijah shows up and and he says to her, give me something to eat. And she says uh, that I only have a little left. All I have is a little meal in the barrel, a little oil in the cruise. And she said, I'm getting ready to eat and die. But Elijah says, no, you're going to give and you're going to live. Oh, that's, that's a good word for somebody on this line today. That you, you, you think that it's getting ready to be a death sentence for you uh, because of all you went through. Uh, in 2022, but I want to remind you today that God still delivers at death's door. He still sustains you even at death's door. Uh, this text shows us that that this was a battle between God, the one true and living God, and a God by the name of Baal. Uh, Baal was a fertility God, but but our God showed him that I'm going to lock up heavens 
water department for three years and six months. And 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 when he told the prophets of Ahab that they said um, uh, if that was to happen, uh, our God Baal uh, would 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 come to deliver us. And and if you know the story, there was no there was no rain, there was no dew, that there was a famine in the land. And here comes this prophet out of nowhere saying to her that I had some moments with God to where I saw God to cause a raven bird to show up in the morning and to show up in the evening. Now, what's peculiar about that, Pastor Jones, a bird that won't even feed his own babies, but now feeds another believer, which is to suggest that when you trust God, God will send you, send your provisions through some abnormal places. And, and I, I know I got somebody on the line to hear today that, that can testify that, that I've seen God do that. I've seen God do that. I, I mean, I mean, somebody can say, Pastor, I, I've seen him do some stuff uh, this year. I've seen him do some stuff uh, in the last few months. I, I've seen him do some stuff uh, in the last few weeks. I, okay, I've I seen him do some stuff yesterday. Okay, I've I seen him do some stuff this morning for me that's not normal. And that's why people don't understand your praise and they don't understand your worship because because you've seen God do some abnormal stuff. And, and when you try to explain it, uh, what God has done, it only comes out in a shout. It only comes out in a dance. When you try and tell people what the Lord has done, they can't understand it. And so it causes you to run. It causes you to shout. It causes you to jump. It causes you to make some noise because uh, I don't know about y'all. I've had moments where my life was extreme but all I had was my faith in God. I'm, I'm literally at that point right now because this is a trying week for me. Um, uh, a couple of years ago, my mother died this week and my son died uh, the same week. So it's, it, it's, it's been a difficult season for me. And as a pastor, I had to watch one of my members take her last breath the other day. Um, but, but sometimes, I, I understand that in that God will sometimes test your faith in order to sustain you because he's trying to graduate you to a greater testimony. And I don't know um, what God is going to use in your life, but, but there's something in your life that can be an instrument of development that God can use to show you that even if it dies on you, God says, I can show you that I can make it live again. And that's what I've come by to share with somebody in this room today because they, they were dealing with the sins of unrepented Israel. Sin was in the area. They were trusting in idol gods. And here God comes to send this prophet out of nowhere to tell them you need to turn and you need to start trusting in God. And, 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 and that's my word for uh, declared victory today, um, that even through 2022 going into 2023, that we've got to turn from what we've been thinking about and what we've been believing in, and we've got to learn how to turn and literally start trusting in God to sustain us. And here God sends this prophet literally out of nowhere. Here, here's a woman that's already suffering and has survived an empty barrel, and now she's concerned about her boy, but the text says that her boy dies. And I don't know how y'all feel about it, but there have been times when I believe God to keep this from happening, but then he turns around and let this happen. I mean, and sometimes my, my, my faith will be tested, and I've often wondered 
what well, where do I go from here, God? I mean, I mean, I mean, you 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 got me pastoring two churches. You 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 got me working a full time job. You got me doing this. You got me doing that. And sometimes my my faith will be tested. And 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 I ask God, where do I go from here? But but I want to suggest to somebody today that I got a sneaky suspicion that when God tests your faith to sustain you, that he's up to something. And I just believe that there's somebody on the line that your life is not making sense right now. You go from a miracle to a mess, and then he turns around and lets you go back from a mess to a miracle. You, you, you've had a succession of ups and downs, ins and outs, and you have succession of open doors and closed doors because God is saying that I'm up to something, and I'm trying to pull one more testimony out of you. And so if that's your story today, I, I, I want you just to hang around with me for just a few minutes. And let me, let me unpack, let me unravel this text to see how God sustains us in our faith. Well, number one, this text shows us that this woman has an inauspicious problem. What are you talking about, Jones? Here's an untimely problem because the text shows us that, that this woman goes again from misery to miracles, but now she moves from miracles back to misery. Ah, uh, her boy dies on her. The very thing that she wanted to keep from happening literally happens to her. It, it comes when it's least expected because it's the time of death for her son, and she knew that the time of drought was determined, but she wasn't expecting the death because she said earlier in the text, she said that uh, uh, that they was going to uh, uh, die of starvation together. Y'all remember that? I read that. But now the Lord said, no, you're not going to die. You're going to live. But then he turns around and the text says that the boy falls sick, sick he, he, his sickness is sore, and now there's no, no breath left in him. So what do you do when something happens in your life that you didn't expect to happen. What do you do? What do you do when 2022 didn't go like it was supposed to go? What do you do when something in your life happens to you that, that you didn't expect to happen? Can I throw something else in the gumbo while y'all waiting? What, what, what do you do when situations like this happen? Because most of us, most of us, you can, you can say normally that I can handle Monday, but I wasn't expecting it on Tuesday. Normally, I can handle cancer, but just not right now. Normally, I can handle an incarcerated child, but just not right now. Normally, I can handle divorces, but not just, just not right now. Normally, I can handle repossessions, but just not right now. Normally, I can handle somebody <coughs> talking about me and somebody scandalizing my name and somebody treating me ill, but, but just not right now. Normally, I can handle surgery, but just not right now. What do you do when problems come? at an inopportune time. The text shows us that this woman loses it emotionally because the text says in verse 18 that she starts blaming everyone. She blames the prophet. She loses it emotionally. And I want to suggest to you that sometimes when you're trying to hold it in, God says it's okay to let it out. Ah, you can touch yourself and say it's okay to let it out. She she opens up and she starts speaking from her emotions and and and, and she said, "Did you come here to bring uh, sin uh, 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 sin up in my house? Did you come here to bring punishment up in my house? Why why are you here? 
my, my, my boy is dead. And the contemporary lesson is she wants to make sure that even if you're dealing with a dark moment, never discount or dismiss what God is doing and start living in discouragement. And, and I don't care, my brothers and sisters, how it looks in your life right now. You got to learn how to encourage yourself. Some of y'all waiting on that phone call and it ain't coming. Some of y'all waiting on somebody to pat you on the back and tell you, baby, it's going to be all right, and it ain't coming. Some of y'all waiting on your world's greatest sermon to tell you that it's going to be all right. Somebody waiting on somebody to declare victory to tell you that it's going to be all right. But let me tell you something. What you got to do that when, when your pastor won't lay hands on you or when you're not uh, uh, nobody close to lay hands on you, baby, you better learn how to lay hands on yourself. You got to learn how to encourage yourself and say, even though I'm looking at a dead son, I still believe in miracles even now. Even though I'm dealing with some stuff that's making my life fall apart, I believe that he's holding me together until he starts arranging things to the favor in my life. And I'm wondering, is there anybody on the line that believes that God has favor for you and your family? God's got favor for you and your finances. God's got favor for you and your health. I, I wish I could tell you to lift your hands and say, I need the favor of God. Because, because the thing that I'm dealing with, the thing that I'm struggling with, it's getting the best of me. And it causes me to cry out some stuff that I wouldn't normally cry out. It causes me to do some stuff I wouldn't normally do. But even when you've got an inauspicious problem, the text shows us in verse 19, he'll send you an inspired participant. I'm, I'm not making it up. I, I'm not making it up because Elijah says to her, baby, he says, I know your son is dead. He said, but listen, listen to what he says in verse 19. He says, give me your son. And, and, and I like that. And I know you're saying, Jones, why do you like that? I like that. And the text says he took him out of her bosom, carried him into a loft where he abode and laid the boy on his bed. And I like that because the contemporary lesson of this part is that y'all have to remember that he was hiding because there was a homicidal threat that was on his life. But now he comes in the very environment where his number one enemy is, and he does his greatest ministry around his greatest enemy, which means when you're on assignment by God, when God has anointed you, when God has favored you to do what's before you, no matter how how many haters you have around you, God will let you do your greatest work around your greatest wickedness. Oh, I'm about to get happy myself. I mean, I'm wondering, is there anybody on the line that people have tried to stop your ministry? I mean, they've talked about you. they scandalize your name. Uh, they tried to stop your mission. But God put you up even higher, and God pushed you even further. Can anybody here testify because you've seen God use you in some dangerous and difficult times? You've seen God make a way and some extreme environments. I mean, when nobody liked you, when nobody wanted to talk to you, when nobody appreciated you, nobody helped you, nobody favored you, but God used you around your greatest enemy. Ah, I come to tell y'all, he'll bless you right in front of your enemy. Wow. Wow. Somebody can say, I've seen God do that in my own life. I've seen him graduate me around hellions and snakes, even around demons and devils, or even around imps, and that were all around me. I saw God bless me. So, so how do you know that he was an inspired participant, Pastor Jones? Because he's at a place where they both have to trust God for what's never been done before. And, and I know and understand that we got, we got most of the testimonies that he's bred in a starving land. He is. 
We got testimonies. He's, he's water in a dry place. He is. He's shelter in a time of storm. He is. He'll make a way out of no way. Yeah, he, he, he will. But I want to suggest to you that he's so much more. And I'm looking for somebody who has some radical, ridiculous faith on the line today, that you're believing God for some stuff that's never been done before. I'm talking about somebody that's not just looking for a blessing, but somebody saying, Jones, I don't just want a blessing, but I need a miracle for God. And so if I'm talking to you, uh, just say to yourself, I'm believing God for some stuff that's never been done before. I'm believing God for some stuff that I've never seen, some stuff I've never had, some places I've never been. Is there anybody here expecting God to move on the next level in your life? Ah, can I throw some bells in the gumbo? So if, if you're going to get to the next level of blessing, this inspired participant will, number one, convince you to relinquish the problem. Why do you say that, John? Listen to what he says. He says, give me the boy. I, I know that sounds simple to y'all, but look at it again. He says, give me thy son. Because if you keep holding it, after a while, it's going to get a hold of you. Let me rewind that tape. I said, if you keep holding it, after a while, it's going to get a hold of you. I, I listen to the testimonies of people sometime, and all, every time you talk to them, they've got, they've got something uh, that's holding them, something that they're dealing with, oh, and it, ne it seems like it never gets any better in their life. If you keep holding it, after a while, it's going to get a hold of, hold of you. But hold on. Hold on, because I see something else. She, she's already given so much. And, y'all, this is the last thing that's left in her life to give because she's already given her husband to the grave. She's already given her oil. She's already given her meal. And now her son dies, and this is the only thing left that she has that she can hold on to. And Elijah says, baby, I'm going to teach you that you got to learn how to give again. And, y'all, that's a word for somebody who feels like you've given out in 2022. But God says, no, you have not given out yet. He says, give one more time. That's a good note to give your neighbor and tell your neighbor every time you see them when they're about to give up, give again. Because somebody feels like they've given all that they can give. But God says to somebody, just open up and give one more time. But hold on. Hold on. Pastor, what, what is the contemporary lesson for me giving again? Now, Elijah, if my son is dead, <clears throat> then quite naturally, I need to take him to the same burial ground and give him to the cemetery. Why am I going to give him to you? The lesson is, Elijah wants to teach this woman that when your faith is being tested, when you're being sustained, when your faith is being stretched, the lesson is don't get comfortable in carrying dead stuff. And some of you, your lesson is today, if it's dead, you need to learn how to let it go. And that's the lesson that you have, that, 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 that you have the appearance of death on you is because you've been carrying around too many dead problems, too many dead issues, too many dead people, too many dead relationships, too many dead burdens. Ooh, you ought to touch yourself and say, don't get comfortable in carrying dead stuff. Churches would be better if we would just get rid of some dead stuff. You do more in your church if you just let some dead stuff go. Husbands and wives would be better if they would just get rid of some dead issues. You'd be a better servant if you just dropped the dead weight. 
You need to let it go. Tell yourself you need to let it go. Let it go. If it's dead, let it go. If, if anybody's in your life that keeps you hanging around the cemetery and keeps you holding on to dead issues, you need to let them go too. Because if you're going to be in my life and be a note of inspiration and help sustain me, you need to help me, usher me to the cemetery to help me drop off my dead weight. Touch yourself one more time and say, I need to let it go. But then, but then, but then they will convince you to relinquish the problem. But then verse 19 says he carried the boy upstairs, took him to the upper room. I'm, I'm almost finished, y'all. Laid, laid him on his bed, which means that when your faith is being stretched, you've got to trust the participant that whatever you've been carrying, he's going to carry it respectively from your presence. Because somebody, the reason that you can't see nothing new is because your focus and your eyes are always locked in on what's old. If you're going to recover, you need to break from what you've been beholding all the time. Because somebody listening to me this morning, the reason that your life is not getting better for you is because what, you, what you've seen is what you believe is that, there's, is, is, is that, is that all, that's all that you're going to see. But I believe that I got some witnesses on the line that believe that there's one more, that there's more than what, what my eyes can see. Because the Bible says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. I'm wondering if there's anybody online that believes that there is more than what I see. But hold on, but hold on. I got to throw some else in the gumbo while I'm cooking. Well, while this boy is upstairs, uh, she's downstairs, and she has to trust the process of divine negotiations upstairs without, without interruption. What are you saying, Jones? In other words, God is doing some stuff behind the scenes. There's some negotiations going on in the upper room that you don't know nothing about. The devil is saying, give them to me, and God says, uh-uh, not this one. In other words, God is saying, I'm going to block some stuff, some stuff that should have happened, would have happened, could have happened to you. The devil was trying to negotiate for your mind, your body, your soul, your home, your job, your children, your relationship. But God said, no, <laughs> I'm going to block it. Now, if you don't believe that, you remember when Satan went to the staff meeting that God called in Job chapter 1? And before God started the meeting, he said, Satan, what are you doing here? And he said, you know what I'm doing here, God. I'm going to and fro uh, in the earth, up and down, trying to find somebody I can devour. He said, now, you, you, you're not just seeking those whom you can devour. You've had your mind on Job. And Satan, he said, he said, well, since you put me on front street, God, I did have, him on my, I did have uh, my mind on Job. But the only reason I couldn't get to him is because you've got a hedge around him. You, 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 wouldn't, you wouldn't be looking as good as you look right now, my brothers and sisters, if it wasn't for God. And can I just get somebody uh, 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 on the line to just thank God for the heavenly hedge that's been holding hell back in your life? Sometimes you ought to give God praise for some stuff that, that, that he's been holding back, some stuff he didn't allow to happen in your life, even through COVID, even through 2022. Listen, this week, instead of magnifying your problems, I don't care how bad they are, just thank God that there's some negotiation going on behind the scenes. Somebody feeling it right now, that by the time I get to work on, 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 on Monday, I know my negotiator has already worked it out. When I, when I left work on yesterday or when I get to work, to, or when I leave work today, I, I, I'm going to be miserable. I was miserable. I was mad. I was in a mental mess. 
I didn't know how it was going to come out of this thing, but because my negotiator handled it over the weekend or last night, by the time I get there, get to work on Monday after the holiday, what I struggle with on, on, on Thursday, what I struggle with on Friday won't even be an issue on Monday because there's been some stuff going on behind the veil that I don't even know about. But I shouted about it in advance. I praised him for it in advance. Is there anybody here? that's learned how to lift your hands, that the negotiator is doing some stuff in the upper room. Wow. I feel a shout coming on myself. <laughs> uh, number three, I'm done. Number three, I'm done. He gives an imposing provision, an imposing, mind-blowing provision, because the text says that after Elijah prayed, the Bible says that the Lord heard the voice of Elijah, and the soul of the child came unto him again, and he revived. And Elijah took the child, brought him down out of the chamber into the house, and delivered him to his mother. And Elijah said, see, thy son lives. I like that. I like that on my way to my exit, y'all. That because the lesson of the hour is, and I quit, the prophet knew that the boy was up, but the mother was downstairs and didn't know it yet. She's still operating on faith with a small dose of fear. But yet, Elijah saw the boy already up. But the last time the mother saw the boy, he was carried up, which means that God had already worked it out. Y'all still don't have it? The last time she saw him, he was dead. The last time she saw him, he was carried up the stairs. But now he's getting ready to walk back downstairs. The lesson is, remember, she's already a widow. Her husband has died, and he's still dead. The son died, but he got him up. The lesson is, he didn't raise the husband, but he raised the son, which means when you got true faith, when God is sustaining your faith, that God knows what to leave dead in your life. And the trouble with some of you is that you're trying to fix stuff that God meant to let stay dead. Now, this ain't for everybody, but you ought to thank God for some stuff that he let stay dead in your life. You thought you needed it. You thought you had to have it, but God said, no, for this season in your life, he said, let that stay dead. I'm going to raise this because I know what to get. I, I know what to get up in your life. So for some stuff that you saw dead and now it's alive, you ought to get happy because God says, this is what you need. This is who you need. This is where you need to be. And I'm wondering, is there anybody here that can get excited about what God is raising in your life? The lesson is, that God, when he gets ready, he can reopen some dead cases. Because, because there are some people who left you for dead and thought you were a dead case. But can I get somebody to get happy because he reopened a dead case? You, 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 you do know that's what, happened, what, what, what he did on Sunday morning for Jesus on the cross, right? right? Anybody knows that he died on the cross? I mean, he was hung up for all of our hangups, and they thought that it was over. But early on the third day morning, his father reopened a dead case and resurrected him with all power in his hands. The reason I'm teaching on declared victory this morning is because God reopened a dead case in my life, and I can shout right here. Wow. The enemies have been saying that it was over for me. Tell, tell them people, tell, tell pe when, when they say it's been over for you or for somebody, you ought to tell them people that have been doing enough to make sure that you was done, you was dead, you was buried. Uh, you tell them, but God reopened my case. You ought to look at somebody next time they say that and say it was a good plan, it was a good plot. 
but God got in it and reopened my case. And every time I come to declare victory, every time I come to church, the reason my praise can't be contained in a circle, the reason my fire can't be put out is because God reopened my case. God reopened our case. And now, now, you know, God will reopen your case. You can give him praise like he's already worked it out. And I don't know how y'all feel about it today, but I'm glad. Can't nobody stop what God is doing in my life and what he's doing at your address, how he continues to sustain you, because God will leave the doors closed because everybody's not ready for what God is doing behind closed doors. Is there anybody on the line that can thank God for what he's doing behind closed doors? And so the Bible says, he says, see thy son liveth. And I just want to tell y'all this morning that God is saying that word see means to advise yourself. And when you can't get no more encouragement from nobody else, you got to learn how to encourage yourself. You got to learn how to hold yourself and say to yourself, self, huh, is going to be better after a while. You got to hold yourself and say to yourself, you're not going to lose your mind. And if you're not, and, and if you're not going to have, you're not going to have a nervous breakdown. Because God's going to reward you for your faith because it's him that sustains you. And I don't know how y'all feel about it, but you got a reason to praise the Lord because of his sustainability. Because you, you've seen God work, and all you had to do is just keep on believing. And I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I feel miracles in this atmosphere today. Because somebody on the line has been believing God, and you've seen it at its worst, but you've seen God at his best. I'm believing God to get my miracle before I even get off this line today. The praise that you release today, the worship that you put in the atmosphere will literally set the stage for God to move on the next level. And I believe that somebody on this line today can testify that I know he'll do it, I've seen him do it, and I believe him do it. Now, 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 if, if you need him to move, you, you need to get in your own space and give God praise like you need him to work. Don't worry about what folks got to say because they may not need what you need in your life. But if you got a habit, you got to give God some praise like you got a habit. You got to give God praise that he's sustaining you, that even though what you're going through, you can shout about the fact that God is sustaining me. May God bless you. May God keep you. I'm sorry I kept y'all so long, but I started to get excited myself. Um, uh, I hope you were blessed today. Uh, if there was someone that didn't get a chance to say good morning, now's your time. Good morning. Good morning. Morning, morning. Anyone else? No? Okay. Good morning. All right. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. 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 Good you got the first one. I'm going to sign it and everything. <laughs> Craig, Thank you. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Was there any, 
Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Was anyone uh, anyone have any comments? Any any shares? Any aha moments uh, in the declaration and sustain? Now's your time. Anybody comments? Come on. Somebody please mute your your line because I can hear your TV in the background. Somebody watching something they cheering. Wow, I guess was that was that must have been a, a a wow moment because ain't nobody said nothing. Good morning. I mean, any questions? Any comments? Now's your time. Uh-oh, hold on. Can you hear? I can hear you. Go ahead, D. All right, I need everybody to check their mute ministry. Everybody check your mute. Everybody. Everybody, just check your mute. Okay, all right. Now, go ahead, anyone. I was talking. Can you hear me? We can hear you. There's something going on with the system. The enemy is mad at you because you was talking so much. Thank you, brother, first of all, for saying through all that you've gone through. Um, so appreciative of you and how God has the thing to do it all. And like you said, oh, you said so much, but I really heard your heart. We are all fighting and going through so much. And to just know that he is the sustainer, is God and God all by himself, no matter what we're facing. Um, even when Elder Jonathan was praying, he said that God can make a doctor take a second look. I got chills just from his prayer this morning. Because again, when we believe him to be our Lord and our Savior through the hurt, the pain, the loss, whatever it is, um, just watching you, LaBelle, um, losing your son, losing mom, dad, all that you've lost, and you still get up, you still keep going. And that's what we do. We have to trust that we say, we have to believe our prayers. We have to believe we receive and we pray and that he will continue to sustain us. I got so much from your share this morning, and we laugh and we joke a lot, but the truth of the matter is this warfare ain't no joke. You ain't got time to, to be playing. You have to know that you know so that you still show up. Um, for me, it's not so much of how I, I look on the outside or how people receive me because I know the inner me knows who is in me. Like I know, I don't just know of God, I know him for myself. So he has sustained me to see 55 through all that I've been through. I know I should be in the grave somewhere or in the mental ward, but because he is God, he is so good. So just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Continue to be blessed and know that you have so many people that love you and support you. That's all. All oh, praise God. Amen. Uh, uh, the sustainability process that God is doing in our lives and that he's able to raise a dead case. I tell you, I'm a, I'm a witness to that um, because so many people leave you for dead. Some people thought you were going to be dead, uh, but God sustains you even in the midst of. Anybody got that testimony? Anybody else? Amen. Praise the Lord. This is Monica H., and I have that testimony. I've been seeing God do so so many great things in my life raise a dead situation. I'm the one who 
had nobody to encourage me. I had to learn how to encourage myself. I didn't been counted out, left for dead. And God continues to um, raise me up out of a dead situation. I used to sing, I sing this song. I don't know how, and I don't know when. I only know that God is going to make a way for me. Wow. Um, for the first time, really, in a long time, y'all, um, I I have an awesome bishop, an awesome pastor. I've got a lot of pastor friends, but uh, uh, I've linked up with Bishop Bishop Troy Dockery at um, at Greater Christ Temple Church in, in Stockton, and uh, y'all, he has been an absolute blessing to my life. And who don't let me settle and and don't 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 take second best and he continues to challenge me and my walk uh and my daily living and stuff and so sometimes you gotta link up with people you gotta link up with people and um and and know that God is gonna do awesome things anyone else I'm sorry go ahead Pastor Lavelle great great message this morning. And your key word is sometimes we have to encourage ourselves because we came in this world by ourselves through Christ and we're going out the same way. So we have to encourage ourselves even even when we can't see things around us, but God can see everything. So we you you he hit it on the head, it hit the nail on the head when you said sometimes we have to encourage ourselves, and a lot of times, when you, especially when you're alone, you have that moment with Christ, and you, you know, it's just you and Him. So that's one thing that that I look to, because there's there's no other. A lot of times we're by ourselves as we get older. Our children are gone their way, and you know, we're just there, just just me and Christ. So encourage is is for us. And isn't it, a, this day, isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing how he's working behind the scenes and we don't know nothing about it? Exactly. It's it is amazing. Great share. Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you, man of God. You really blessed me today and encouraged me um, because I understand uh, the strength that you must have in all that you've endured. So um, God bless you. I pray that God continues to strengthen you. Um, It's something to be said that God is a way maker and a promise keeper. And so um, when you said... um, um, he can, uh, um, you know, that he, he can do it. Like he can raise things from the dead. And I think I always have to remember to look again, you know, each day his mercies are new and to look again expecting because he, 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 he doesn't um, change his promises and he said what he said. So thank you so much. Be encouraged. Um, I'm so grateful for you. So grateful for your life. I pray that God continues to bless you 
sustain you, fortify you, refresh you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Anyone else? Anyone else? Somebody, somebody got some kid music playing in the background. Good morning, Lavelle. Good morning. That's my roofie? <laughs> yes, I was going to say good morning, <laughs> encourager. And you are my encourager. <laughs> That's my roofie. Yeah, hey, you better, hey. You, better get, you better get your order in for your oxtails and gumbo. I'm over here fixing that uh, I don't know how many pounds of oxtails going on over here. Lord. What area are you in now? I'm in Stockton, but I'm still in Sacramento. I'm in, I'm, I'm in Sac and Stockton, yeah. Oh, okay. Church, okay. Still, I, I, still got the, I still got the church in Sac, church in Stockton, but I'm living in Stockton. Oh, okay, okay. I'm delivering mm-hmm. in the Bay Area tomorrow. Well, you know what? We got we to gotta, we gotta link up. I got to get some of those ribs. But I want to say this. Thank you always for the encouraging words. I've been seeing on the prayer line this week. I've been in pain. Was that a little incident on a food truck? But today I feel a lot better. I didn't wake up in the funk. <laughs> you know, I'm up and I was praying that God give me the strength to get this food out because I have so many orders delivered to the Bay Area. And I'm like, Lord, how am I going to do this? My body felt like bricks. It was wearing me down. And this morning I'm up, 7 o'clock. I'm getting these oxtails on. And I just thank God for the word this morning. Always an encouraging word from you. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Well, on my, my brother, any, go ahead. I said, on my first day off. <laughs> so, you, you know what? I want to say this. I remember, I remember meeting you at the um, our first event uh, Dion gave at the, um, was it the library in Vallejo? And I had cooked them. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And I remember, I remember. I remember you tapping me and said, bring me some more fish over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. We had a good time, and I was Put it in your note. 
Yes, I'm doing that now. What's the name of it again? Say it one more time. Mount Zion. Mount Zion. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. One eight five one. West Hazleton. West what? Hazel Hazleton. Hazleton. Okay. Yeah. We start eleven o'clock. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. There was a brother going to speak. Go ahead. Hey, Pastor, good morning. I just want to thank you for uh, for your declaration. I'm actually uh, headed towards Stockton right now. It's kind of foggy out here, but there's two things that, that you said that I needed to hear. Of course, the first thing was we have to learn how to encourage ourselves. And then the second thing you did on was sometimes so many things are going on that you know, that your faith is almost like the only thing you have to hold on to. And um, that that really, really uh, hit home with me because, uh, yeah, I've been struggling with some things just, you know, uh, not wanting to accept the way things are in my life right now. And uh, I have to have faith that things will get better. I have to have faith that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and God does love me. I have to constantly remind myself that, you know, so I just wanted to uh, to thank you um, for your declaration and everything this morning. Uh, you know, somewhere in the Bible it talks about when God's word goes out, it won't return void, something, uh, something like that. And you were talking about how, uh, it's amazing that we don't even know what God is doing behind the scenes. It's almost like, you know, when when these declarations go out and uh, we're asked to comment on them, a lot of times, like, maybe people don't comment. Not everybody makes a comment or anything. But each and every time I came on this line, man, some, see, I'm at work here. Sometimes I don't comment. But every single time, man, it touches my spirit. And, uh, you know, when God's word goes out, it has an effect, even if nobody responds. I just want to say that. But have a great day, and thank you for your declaration, Pastor. Praise God. What's your name, bro? I'm J.R. All right, Brother J.R. Bless you, man. Bless you. All right. God bless you. All right, anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else? Y'all making it hard for me this morning. No, Bill. You uh, talked about. Oh, go ahead, whoever that was. I can go after them. This is Sister Visa. I had just thanking God this morning. I'm thanking God every day that He wakes me up and gives me another day to be a light for other people that when he brought me from, oh, how can I forget what Jesus had done for me? How he set me free from anger and bitterness, even in the loss of my child. And I just thank God that I'm speaking after him first and that I'm raising my voice and saying hallelujah to you, Lord. At 60 years old, and most of you know my testimony. I ain't supposed to be on this line. But God, but God sustained me. And I didn't even know I was being sustained. 
because I didn't even know Jesus. And now I'm having a, a good relationship with Jesus at 4 a.m. every morning. I wake up thanking God. Thank you, Jesus. And when I go to bed at night, I live alone. And I, I just start thanking him and just worshiping him. And thank you, hallelujah, Jesus, that he's with me wherever I go. And then the other Amen. night I was coming home, I take care of this lady. Uh, she has all kinds of, and I just wash her feet. I wash her up. I clean her house. And it's just a joy how she just starts. She can't remember nothing up, but she knows those church songs. And I say, thank God. And she, I take her to church with me. I go get her dressed and bring her to church from Foster City to San Francisco. I'm driving. I'm making plates for people where he brought me off the cardboard ground. I'm going back to praise God that he's touched my heart to have a loving and kind heart that of an angry. I was angry. I was bitter. I didn't want to, I, I, I didn't love myself. I didn't even love me. But now I love myself. And I'm still pushing. And there's got to be more, Lord. I'm ready for my more, for my faith to be more. And hey, hey, and, that, and this, this and is a that, Sunday, I'm going to be passing out to, uh, toiletries at my church for the homeless and for men and women, socks and all the deodorants. Hey, hey, God, make a way. I don't worry about it. You can worry about how oh, no, I got to hold on to this money. No, 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 you need to give. You need to give whoever you can give. Amen. To Amen. That just shows you God can reopen a dead. Amen. God. Yes. Amen. Yes. 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 Amen. Uh, go ahead, Didi. Or who was who, who else is next? Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say what what uh, Lisa just said, and I'm thinking about a lot of us on the call who have lost children. You know, me losing a baby, and then your son, and Shell's son, and Lisa's son. There's so many that are still here. And I thought about when you said how the devil, the negotiating part, like the devil really tried to snatch, I could speak for me, my mind, and leave me crazy with grief written. But the negotiator, that negotiating part that you talked about this morning, bro, we don't think about behind the scenes. And then the closed cases, the dead, the dead cases that we think are dead and buried, and he reopens them, not only reopens them, but solves them and puts us back up. Listening to Lisa, I always get joy and I think about her, her testimony, because we've been able to watch her walk it out for real, not just talking, but really believing that the negotiations are, are working in her favor. So I just thank you so much for that. Wow. Watch God work. Hey, Amen. I'm a living testimony of, of, of him doing it. I, I, I've seen him do it. <laughs> I've seen him do it. It's, it's, it, it, it gets hard sometimes, but I've seen him do it. The Lord like has you down. Oh, Lord. And he'll do it again. <laughs> do it again, Lord. Do it again. I looked up, looked up at my phone, my phone last night and guessed where'd I get a message from? I was uh-huh. like, Lord. Knock, knock, sir, you're up. <laughs> I appreciate you, sir. Thank you for doing Bible. You do it so well. Thank you for allowing the Lord to use you. Happy holidays. You know I stand with you. We stand together as one um, foundation. Christopher Jones Lavelle Foundation, we stand as one. So I'm lifting you up, and thank you again, sir. Great declaration. And I just wanted to um, give uh, Jr. the scripture he was talking about is Isaiah 55 and 11. Um, you know, we want us to be able to, you know, know where the word is. So, you know, so he'll know it for himself. So to God be the glory. 
Great job, Pastor Jones. Amen. Thank you. Anyone else? Anyone else before we close out? I know it's Friday. Hello. Hello. Hi. Um, this is Latoya. Um, when you talked about negotiating, it definitely touched me because I was just having a conversation with my sister the other day about how I was involved in so much things. And when I look at other people's testimonies and when I um, continue to be in a word and I read what can happen when you interact with certain things and you do things that are outside of the will of God. I was just talking about how I know that he kept me and he was like, no, not her. I know she gonna come to me. I know she gonna come to me. Nope. You can't have her. Nope. I don't care what she doing. You can't have her. She mine. So um, it just definitely touched my heart and it just reminded me about how much God loves me and how much he protected me through everything that I was doing that was sinful and wrong, that he still knew that I would come to him at the end of the day and get saved and turn away from that sin. So thank you. Can I can I tell you a secret? Yes. Okay, I'm going to tell you the secret. It it may make some folks frown, but I don't care because this, this is my story. You ain't the only one that did stuff wrong. I did it from the pulpit. I wish I had me a witness here. I did it from the pulpit. Am I proud of it? No. But I'm trying to tell you what God can do. He can resurrect yeah. a dead case. Yeah. He can he, he can show us resurrect a dead case. You know? Yes. And uh, yeah. and and that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if he can do it for me, he can do it for you too. And which he did. Praise God. Yeah. And see some people some people won't admit it because they want you to think that their life is 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 all of that. When the truth of the matter is, we know that even at our best, we're we're filthy rags in the eyesight of God. And is it is it shameful? Is it hurtful? To me, it is because I got people I got people watching me. I got people I'm leading people, but. I'm a witness that he reopened the dead case and gave me another chance to do it better. And so today I choose to do it better. And that's my encouragement to somebody, to somebody. I can't get no help in here, but that's all right. All right, I guess y'all through talking to me, huh? Pastor Bill, this is one of Um, Good morning. I just um, I thank you for your declaration this morning, and I just you know thank you for your encouragement. I you know I pray for all those who are grieving during this season, and um, you know there's all there's always a lot going on, but I know that God is so good. God is such a He is a sustainer, and um, He definitely has to. Sustain me in a lot of ways. I mean, things that I have been through. God let me know that He's there. He has been there uh, for me. I have a, a a lot of testimonies. I just as I have grown in in the Lord, and I just thank God for the line. I thank God for the prayer line. I thank God for all the declares that have declared on this line um, that has helped strengthen me. 
Um, so I just thank you for your declaration this morning. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? Anyone else? All right. Well, if there's not another, I pray that you all have a fabulous Friday. I know there's no declared victory tomorrow, so y'all have um, a very Merry Christmas. Um, uh, some of y'all churches are not having church. That's not my argument. If your pastor having church or not, that's not my my battle. That's not my fight. Uh, Greater Harvest in Mount Zion is having church in Sacramento and Stockton, so I will be preaching God's word at both churches. So, um, hey, Pastor Lavelle Jones. This is you know what I what what I just heard. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I don't have no numbers to call you. I don't know. But you know how when when Peter denied Christ and he said, after you've been converted, because he knew that he would be, he said, strengthen your brothers, because you have right. that high office and that very important position as a pastor. And what you just said as a transparent moment that you did it from the pulpit, but God can resurrect. You have such a wonderful opportunity to help some of your fellow yoke men in that very same position to be a lifeline to them that are struggling right now from that same position where you were at, and that could help to be your accountability. Man, what an opportunity, wow. Pastor. What an wow, opportunity thank you. you have. What thank an opportunity. Wow. wow. That's big. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, that. thank you, thank you. Oh, thank mm. you. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's, that's my walking word right there. You get that text? Nope. Yep, it's got it. Oh, oh, okay, got all right. Thanks. All right. Any, okay. Anyone else? Anyone else? Not another? Okay. Well, again, y'all have a wonderful holiday. Uh, please be safe. Um, uh, please love on each other. And um, and uh, I pray you're strengthening the Lord, that God continues to sustain everyone. All right? Have a wonderful day. Blessings on everyone. Blessings, God. Have a great day. Amen. Have a great day. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Stop, bless, release, Okay, y'all. Merry Christmas. Oh, God. Oh. Thank you. I love you guys. God bless.